Hello, my friends, and welcome back. This is going to be the readings for December 20th. And this is from Isaiah. A branch shall sprout out from the roots of Jesse, and the glory of the Lord will fill the whole earth, and all flesh will see the salvation of God. So I'm going to read, I'm going to skip the, um, the, um, confess. So I'm going to go into the, uh, uh, prayers from, uh, imitation of Christ. Growth and holiness. Strengthen me, O God, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Grant me the grace to grow in holiness and to empty my heart of all useless cares and anxieties so that I may not be separated from you by the desire for earthly things, no matter what their value. Help me to regard all things as transitory and to realize that I too will pass away. In this world, nothing is lasting, but all is vanity a chase after the wind. Wise is the person who understands this truth. And like that, that's very good. Jesus came into a world. He was mortal. He lived for a time like us, except without sin. He chose to come into a world with all the limitations that we experienced. And even though at times he performed miracles, miracles that had meaning, he never performed any miracle just to show off. Everything had a meaning. You know, giving sight to the blind, even a blind person, I mean, you have a person who can see and a, and a, and a you know, who can see visually, and then you have a blind person, obviously, who can't see, but one has faith and the other one doesn't. The blind person, the individual who can't see, believes that Jesus is God. The man who can't see does not believe Jesus is God, who is truly blind. Right? You have a man who's a paralytic, and he can't move can't move his arms, can't move his legs, can't get up, can't take care of himself, can't do nothing. And you have a man who is an athlete or a celebrity. I just saw an article about celebrities who don't believe in God. And the question that you have to ask now, think about it. You have one who's a, a, a fantastic I mean, he's handsome, he's got a great body, 
He's desired by all women. But then you have the paralytic who can't move. Right? Had an accident, maybe as a child, maybe he was born this way, maybe it was polio. But he believes that Jesus is God. He believes that Jesus is Savior. He has faith. The one who moves around, walks around, is a celebrity, is considered the most handsome man in the world, can runs every morning, doesn't believe that God exists, doesn't need Jesus in his life. Who really is crippled? You know, you got to ask yourself this question. Not everything is as we see it. We have to see things as God sees it. And we have to see things through the eyes of faith. But in all circumstances, we give, we give praise to God. In all circumstances, we give praise to God. It's the same thing, like remember... The woman who gave only two pennies and everybody gave from their wallet. She gave far more than all the rich. Because she gave all that she had. This is how God sees things. And we have to learn to see things from the perspective of faith. It's, it's hard, but it's true. All right. Oh God, eternal majesty, whose infallible word, the immaculate virgin received through the message of, a, of an angel. And so became the dwelling place of divinity filled with the light of the Holy spirit. Grant, we pray that by her example, we may, we may in humility hold fast to your will through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 10 to 14. Behold, the virgin shall be with child. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, ask for a sign from the Lord your God, that it be deep as another world, or high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask, I will not tempt the Lord. Then Isaiah said, Listen, O house of David, is it not enough for you to weary men? Must you also weary my God? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you this sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Let the Lord enter, he is the King of glory. Psalm 24. Let the Lord enter, he is the King of glory. The Lord's are the earth and its fullness. 
the world and those who dwell in it. For he founded it upon the sea and established it upon the river. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Who can ascend the mountains of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is vain. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Savior. Such is the race that seek for him, that seek the, the face of the God of Jacob. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. So, guess what? You, We all have to lift up the gates that are, that's in our hearts that block him from entering our souls, that block him from entering our lives. We have to let him enter and we have to shout out, he is the king of glory. We have to let him enter, receive him, receive him into your life, receive your creator. Receive the God who loves you, the God who wants to live in us. That is, this is the gates you have to lift up first. A, a city gate, or any gate to any entrance to any city, yet yeah, the people need to acknowledge Jesus Christ as their king. But the gate here, the gate that is in our hearts, that's the one. That is the one. Open our hearts the way the apostles did when they first encountered him, the way Mary Magdalene did when she encountered him. Mary, the mother of our Lord, the Immaculate Conception, St. Joseph, they encountered him. They received him. And we have to hear the voice of John the Baptist. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Once you receive him and he takes away the sins of your life, you pretty much, you know, that, that right there is the greatest event. The greatest, the one greatest event in our life. That's, that's one, that's right there is meeting the one love of our lives. Everything else is meaningless. Everything else is meaningless. Just pointless. Okay, let's... Uh, and then we also, I mean, look, I mean, with the first reading, Isaiah chapter 7, the virgin shall conceive. That's the greatest prophecy the most mysterious prophecy. There was an interesting, um, there's, you know, two J Jewish letters, one in, that could mean for a virgin, the one that receives the word of God, but is closed. And one where the opening is in one corner of the word. They look almost very similar. 
they were actually practically almost identical. But one stands for the virgin who receives and still remains a virgin, and the one that is married but does not remain a virgin. It's very interesting that there are very symbolic meanings to Jewish words, I mean, the Jewish alphabet, but I, it would make sense that there probably would be. But that the incarnation also has to happen in our lives. You know, um, so many people have argued over, is Jesus God, is Jesus not God? Jesus is God, he's God. The argument never disappears. Um, Jehovah Witnesses really uh, always make me laugh. I'm sorry, but they do. Michael the Archangel. Um, That doesn't make any sense to me. And also everything else that they believe doesn't make any sense, but... Well, I think what attracts them, what attracts some people to them is this desperate need for community, this desperate need for friends, this this desperate need to be wanted and to belong to somebody. This is the one thing I think that that drives most people to go into cults. And sadly, what is a failure within the Catholic evangelical uh, uh, life and I say evangelical life because it's true because we don't have that here in like I've always said in a parish I go to no one ever bothered to get to know my name nobody's bothered to ask my name and all the years I've gone I've gone over to this parish not one pastor has ever bothered to introduce himself to me or get to know me and that's sad. But I think what it shows you is in the city life, unfortunately, it's never going to be a success. I'm sorry. Maybe at one time there was communities, but I don't think it's possible anymore. All right, let's move on from there. Alleluia, alleluia. O Kia David, opening the gates of God's eternal kingdom. Come and free the prisoners of darkness. Alleluia, alleluia. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son. Luke chapter 1, the gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, 
and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The story, the story and the event that changed the world, the story and the event that changes every single life. This story will never go away. It'll never disappear, no matter what the world will try to do. Right? No matter what cancel culture tries to do, no matter what the atheists try to do, no matter what any totalitarian government will do, no matter what dictator will try to do, no matter what organization will try to do. Karl Marx couldn't make the story go go away. Joseph Stalin couldn't make the story go away. Adolf Hitler couldn't make it go away. The Third Reich couldn't make it go away. The, the Soviet Union could, will not make it go away. Whatever organization, including Antifa and all whatever Marxist professor at some university or some local community college cannot make this story go away, cannot make this great one important historical event. It will not go away. So there's nothing for us to fear. We got nothing to fear. This story is not just a story. It's an event a historical event and it takes place now in our lives. You know, it doesn't matter what happens, right? The news media will not make it go away. George Soros cannot make it go away. Carl Schwab will not make it go away. No, no, Atheistic scientist, no genius, Mark Zuckerberg. <clears throat> Nobody, Twitter can't make it go away. It will remain with us until the end of time. All right? It will not go away. Okay, no Islamic fundamentalist will make it go away. This is something we... We have to let it, we have to let this reality, it's been 2,000 years. You know, they say that <clears throat> the church's enemies have always said, we're going to destroy your church. And they always say that the um, 
the clerics always laugh and says, you think you can destroy the church? We've been trying to destroy it from within for 2,000 years. And look how far, look look where we've, where we've come. Nothing. Meaning all the Judases, all the hypocrites, all the wolves in sheep's clothing couldn't do it. All right, there is no one to stop it. The, the Christian faith is here to stay till the end when Christ himself comes, comes back. The church will remain with us. The incarnation is a present event. The world got defeated. Satan got defeated. Empires got defeated by a little girl in Bethlehem, in, in uh, Nazareth. A, 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 probably a 13, maybe 14, no more than 15-year-old little girl, a uh, teenage girl who, got, who was visited by an angel a princess from the house of David who said yes to God. Let it be. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be according to your word. There's no stopping it. It's, it's a simple story. God doesn't need a fancy army. He doesn't need impressive, frightening, heavenly, cosmic warriors. All he wanted was a simple girl with, with beautiful, simple, hopeful eyes who, who agreed to, to tr entrust him, to trust herself to him. It's amazing. It's amazing how people are still trying to stop this event, right? It's amazing. All right. I'm going to read one more from the, um, from the imitation of Christ. The joy of God's presence. Oh, everlasting light surpassing all created light. Send forth your bright rays from above to penetrate and illumine the dark recesses of my heart. Enliven my spirit, cleanse, gladden, and enlighten it so it may cling to you in joyous rapture. Then will the blessed hour come when you will fill me with the joy of your presence and be the sole object of my desire. My joy cannot be complete until you, until, you're, until you grant me this gift, but I am ashamed to admit that my old nature unfortunately still lives within me. It is not yet wholly crucified or completely dead. The flesh, the flesh still engages in battle against the spirit stirs up conflicts within me and does not allow my soul to live in peace. However, you, O Lord, who rule over the might of the sea and calm its mighty waves, arise and come to my aid. Shatter the power of the enemy who has caused such distress to my soul. I beseech you, 
to manifest the immensity of your goodness and let the powers the power of your right hand be glorified for i have no other hope or refuge but in you O my lord and my god amen so we should just remember that we're always going to be struggling but it's not meaningless struggle. Human beings were not made to be animals. We're made to be, we're made in the image and likeness of God. The rest of the world wants us to believe that we're base animals, that we are nothing but uncontrollable lust and desires. We're not. All these things were without grace. They're, they're the result of a fallen nature, a fallen nature that's cut off from God. And, you know, there's nothing impressive about them. There's nothing impressive about these people who want to live this way. They're all like carbon copies of, of the same thing, the same cookie cutter copy, the same person who is obsessed with their body every alcoholic is a carbon copy of another alcoholic every drug addict is a carbon copy of another one every uh, pervert is a carbon copy of another pervert you know every goth I mean for crying out loud I was watching something the other day of Netflix and it was supposed to be a, a series, I guess, that was made for a, a Polish show. And the character in it, this goth-like club trekking, you know, liberal, uh, what do you call it? Liberated, sexually liberated young woman was like you've seen in every other like macabish, miserable show. It's like they drained out. It's like they can't see human beings with dignity. They can't see human beings made in the image and likeness of God. That there's, they can't stand a person with self-respect. They can't stand someone with hope. That everybody has to be miserable, wretch, unhappy, addicted to, to pot, right? What, why can't just there be simple decency? Why can't be, why can't there be just some, some hope? Why does there always got to be despair? Why does the world attract it to despair? And there's nothing attractive about it. It's to me, after at some point, I just couldn't take it anymore. It was just stupid. I've seen it before. But when it, it comes to someone who's looking for a way out, 
when it comes for someone who's looking for hope at the at the end of the tunnel and finds it and then the person changes suddenly they change because they've encountered truth they've encountered salvation they've encountered trans a, a, a transformative moment a moment where they're they completely see themselves and see the world differently they looked and they saw their salvation they saw their hope suddenly the whole world looks different suddenly everything seems different you can you don't see it the same ever again that they can't stand they can't stand they can't picture that in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.